everyone has questions. Why am I here? Where will I go when I die? Is there really truth? But not everyone has biblical answers. Welcome to The Pastor Study, a ministry of pastorstudy.org. Join us now as we study the Bible to draw closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Tom Brock. Welcome to The Pastor's Study. A few days ago, I walked into the public library in Minneapolis. I walked through the teen section, and here's a big display, rainbow decorations, teenagers for pride. On both sides of the display, lots of books aimed at teenagers promoting transgenderism, lesbianism, gay, etc. One book with a picture of two boys kissing, the name of the book is When a Boy Kisses a Boy. I was grieved and I prayed and I went over and I politely said, what, to the librarian? He gave me the, the supervisor's number, called her as well. But here's my point today. Evil as it is for the public li library to promote that to teenagers, it's much more evil when the church is doing it. The Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, of which I was a part for years before my congregation and I left for a more biblical branch of Lutheranism, the ELCA is having its National Teen Convocation coming up. 30,000 Lutheran teenagers from around the country. Who are they bringing in to speak to the teenagers? One speaker is a Lutheran pastor who wrote an Advent devotional entitled F This S, although she didn't put blanks in it. She's also part of a group called Naked and Unashamed, a Lutheran group trying to push the ELCA to affirm various kinds of sexual behavior outside of marriage. A second speaker they're bringing in to speak to the teenagers is Reverend Nadia Bowles-Weber, radically liberal uh, ELCA clergy. She swears like a sailor. She does not believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay for our sins to save us from God's wrath. She brought in a drag queen to entertain her church during Epiphany, entertaining the children as well. Very pro-gay, very pro-transgender. She writes books where she called the disciples a bunch of F-ups. She was speaking, this Lutheran pastor who's going to speak to the youth, was speaking to a feminist conference. In the audience was Gloria Steinem. Nadia Bowles Weber said we should take all the purity rings that evangelical girls wear to say they want to stay pure till their marriage. Nadia Bowles Weber, when she saw Gloria Steinem, said we should take all those rings melt them down into a vagina sculpture and give it to Gloria Steinem for the wonderful work she has done. Then Nadia Bowles Weber said this uh, at a different conference about God. It could be Buddha, the universe, Beyonce, I don't care. Whatever that is, whatever the origin is for you, that deep core, your actual center of gravity, the universe, God, that spirit loves your actual self. God is not Buddha. God is not the universe. And this is who they're bringing in to speak to 30,000 Lutheran youth. If you're an ELCA Lutheran, time to jump ship. 
What I want to do in this half hour is to do a heresy update. We do this now and then when I take you through the evil teachings that have invaded the church. We're going to do mostly at the beginning Lutherans because I'm a Lutheran, but we're going to hit the Catholics, the United Church of Christ, the Methodists, the Presbyterians, etc. So um, it's going to be difficult, but I urge you, if you're a PCUSA Presbyterian, an ELCA Lutheran, if you are in the United Church of Christ, the Episcopal Church, the United Methodist Church, you need to hear what's going on in your church. So let's pray first. Father, we pray for people that are watching this show and maybe they're giving their money to a denomination which is denying you. Lord, it can be hard to leave a church after 50 years where all your friends are, but Lord, help us know our main loyalty is to you and not to a certain denomination. Holy Spirit, come and speak to us and open our eyes. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm just going to take you through a number of items now and list what's going on. Next item. The Evangelical Lutheran Church in America recently had a ministry extravaganza for the ELCA youth workers. Who did they bring in to speak? Uh, Jamie Brushhoff, an ELCA pastor who's raising her little girl, excuse me, she's raising her little boy to be a little girl. And she said to the youth workers, our trans kids are okay, they're just fine. It's everybody else that we're worried about. Trans persons are whole and holy, created in the image of God. The church is whole and holy when all are able to live out who they were created to be. Little boys are not created to be little girls. And, and they, they never give, the ELC now has gone liberal on this stuff, they never give the other side. Another item, for, for 2,000 years, Christians have believed in the substitutionary atonement of Christ, that when Jesus died on the cross, he, the, the perfect Son of God, was paying for our sins so we could be forgiven and saved from God's wrath. The ELCA's largest church, one of the largest ELCA churches in the country, is here in Minneapolis. Their pastor believes that the substitutionary atonement of Christ makes God a terrorist and that to believe Jesus died for our sins makes God a divine child abuser. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, Christ dying for our sins is the thing of the Christian faith. It's of the most importance. But you can be a pastor now and deny it. Another item. The head bishop of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, Elizabeth Eaton, was asked by a Chicago newspaper, Bishop Eaton, is there a hell? Her response, there may be, but I think it's empty. Well, Jesus said there's a hell, and he said there's people in it. Read the Bible. Next item, Augsburg University is an ELCA Lutheran college. They now have weekly Allah worship in the Christian chapel at Augsburg because the director of ministry said, it would be great if we can actually have Muslim prayers in the chapel. And then someone from the Augsburg staff, a Muslim, went to St. Olaf, another ELCA college, and said this, it is reaffirming of diversity and inclusion to actually have Muslim prayers in a space where we all worship that one God. Christians and Muslims do not worship the same God. They reject Jesus of God as God. Christians affirm Jesus of God. We don't believe in the same God. 
Now I'm going to turn to the extremely heretical Living Lutheran Magazine. It's the official magazine of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. I look at it regularly and it grieves me. Let me share some items. Back in 2009, the ELCA voted to ordain practicing homosexuals and to affirm gay sex for committed couples. You can have a gay marriage now in an ELCA church. The, the Lutheran magazine said that affirmation of, ho of homosexuality came about by the Holy Spirit. That's too close to blaspheming the Holy Spirit for me. Another issue of Living Lutheran highlighted women pastors, various women pastors. One of the pastors they highlighted is Prairie Rose Seminole, an American Indian, part of the Alaska Native Program of the ELCA. She writes this, As the sun rises, I also rise. I put out water, tobacco, and food for my ancestors. I offer gratitude for being able to witness to that which moves all things, God, great mystery, chief who sits above, mother, creator, the blood in my veins, the hurricane crashing to shore. I come from the Shanish tribe. Our creation story is different from what is in the Bible. Is it our place to say that is wrong? No. What she's doing here is called syncretism. You mix all the religions together, Native American spirituality, Christianity, you just mush it all together. That's what got the Jews in trouble in the Old Testament, trying to worship Baal and Allah and, and, and Jehovah at the same time. You don't, you don't mix them. I mean, I'm German. My ancestors worshiped Thor and Woden. I'm glad we don't incorporate Thor worship into our Christian worship ceremony. Another person woman pastor highlighted in the same edition is a lesbian pastor who talks about her loving spouse Jennifer and their beautiful four-year-old son. I am a proud member of the LGBTQIA plus community. Lutheran Mag the Living Lutheran Magazine pushes transgenderism and homosexual clergy a lot and never give the other side. In fact, I'm part of a Christian group called One by One. It's a Christian ministry that helps people out of homosexuality. We asked the Living Lutheran magazine if we could put in, pay for an ad giving our point of view in the magazine. They wouldn't allow it. And what I'm learning is the religious left when, who talk about inclusivity and diversity and tolerance, when they're in charge, there's no more diversity once they're in charge. Talk about God language. Patricia Lull is the Bishop of St. Paul Area Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. She recently wrote an article saying, Grace and peace to you from God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mother of us all. Where does Jesus ever call God Mother? He never calls God Mother. Um, if you go to an ELCA Lutheran church, you've got the cranberry col colored hymnals. They've desexed all the Psalms, so there's not a, a pronoun, a masculine pronoun for God. They have hymns like, Mothering God, You Gave Me Birth. And Barbara Lundblad, very popular lesbian ELCA preacher, uh, wrote that perhaps we should baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mother, Lover, Friend, Wisdom, Word, and Breath of Life. So, this is not just a Lutheran Episcopalian aberration. 
Across the street from where I live is a United Methodist Church. A few months ago, I went there just for one Sunday morning. The pastor gets up to baptize the baby in the name of the one who creates all things. I wrote him a note. Jesus said we baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We do not have the right to change that. I graduated from Luther Theological Seminary, the liberal ELCA seminary, many years ago. Again, since I've switched to, I personally go to a Missouri Synod Lutheran church, not very biblical. But when I went to Luther Seminary, it was liberal, but now it's become radically liberal. And I, I, you can watch their chapel services online. The woman pastor gets up to open the service. In the name of God, our parent. Where does Jesus ever call God our parent? He doesn't. He calls God our father. Then, and here's another item. This is as strange as this heresy update will get. Listen to this. Luther Seminary brought in a womanist preacher. She's a Presbyterian. They brought her in to speak to all the seminarians at their chapel. At the end of her sermon, everybody got in a circle and held hands, and she said this. You are in the womb of the divine. Your wombs are to be now caressed. Receive the gifts of the pushy womb. You know what she's doing? She's making God a, 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 a goddess there, giving you birth. This all goes back way to the 1990s when Christian feminists from all over the country came to Minneapolis for the Reimagining God Conference and they believed it's oppressive just to call God Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So we need to reimagine new images for God, like pushy womb. Let's move overseas. Next item, Sweden. The National Church of Sweden is the Lutheran Church. Now it's not, but uh, for, uh, the, the Church of Sweden is the Lutheran Church. Almost nobody goes to church in Sweden anymore. It's shrunk to almost nothing. The Bishop of Stockholm is a lesbian with a wife. Recently, the Church of Sweden has said they no longer want to call God He or Lord because those words are oppressive. Don't call Jesus Lord, that's oppressive. Paul writes in Romans 10, you've got to confess Jesus as Lord with your lips or you're not going to be saved. Church of Sweden doesn't like the word Lord. Back to my seminary here in, in St. Paul, Minnesota. So they bring in a preacher, and during his sermon, he has everybody practice deep breathing meditation. And he said in his sermon that prayer is a form of listening to yourself. And, and, he's, and he had everybody do the deep breathing stuff. And then he said, secular people are finding the spirit of Christ at yoga studios. I graduated from a conservative Baptist school called Bethel University. It used to be conservative. I was walking around there like a week ago, big posters on the wall. Yoga at Bethel now is being, uh, being offered. Yoga is Hinduism. One more very strange Luther Seminary Chapel service. They brought in the first ELCA transgender pastor to preach. This is a woman now who says she's a man, she looks like a man, but I'm gonna call her she because she's not a he, and I'm, that means I'm doing gender violence to her because I won't use her chosen pronouns. It's a woman who looks like a man, then she got up to preach, and she opened the service, 
not in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but in the name of the Creator Christ and Holy Breath. During the service, they recognize transgender people who have died, and they are resting in the company of the saints of God. We celebrate transgender resilience. We will not keep silent. Transgender people offer a witness of hope to us. God, help us embrace your wondrous diversity. Then this woman, who looks like a man, gave her sermon in which she talked about Joseph's coat of many colors in the Old Testament, which really can be translated princess dress. And then she claimed the story of, jo of uh, Joseph for transgenderism. Uh, I am claiming your story for every queer kid told that they are unholy. Pastor, you've been lying about my transgender people too long. Christ will not be bound by bathroom laws. Then another woman gave up, came up to do the prayers, a, a cisgendered woman, which means, I think, heterosexual. And she prayed this. We pray for those between and beyond the gender binary. We pray for future calls for transgender clergy. Mother in God, be with seminarians who do not fit the either-or categorization that we so often put on them. Be with them, give them strength when they proudly present their pronouns and courage to come out. Then she prayed for transgender sex partners, tender-hearted butches, street queens, and gender non-conforming seminarians. Then came Holy Communion when the transgender pastor led them in the Lord's Prayer, Our Mother in Heaven. <sighs> Jesus said, read it yourself, Matthew 18, he who made them in the beginning made them male and female. Jesus didn't add, or transgender, or cisgender, or gay, or lesbian, or intersex. Now, you know, I can't tell you how it grieves me. That seminary that I graduated from was liberal, but now it's become radically heretical. It just grieves me. This is, this is now my seminary. Next item. The ELCA Lutheran Church has its first practicing homosexual bishop with a husband. He rode in the raunchy Los Angeles Gay Pride Parade. He also celebrated uh, a worship service at that parade. Marching with the Lutherans at the Gay Pride Parade was a man in his underwear and another man wearing rainbow decorations portraying Martin Luther. Another item. It's called a renaming service. I'm not making this up. Here we go. Pastor Rose of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America has now become Pastor Peter in a renaming ceremony at his, her church from which she went from female to male during her worship service. Now, did the bishop, the ELCA bishop, do anything to discipline this church? No, she thinks this is great. Uh, the ELCA bishop of New Jersey was present at the renaming ceremony and called the pastor a faithful, joyful servant of Christ. The bishop believes the ceremony is important for the church and for her to be part of it. Quote, I felt it was appropriate and important for me to stand with the pastor. The head bishop of the ELCA all over the country, Elizabeth Eaton, also in a Chicago newspaper interview, took a stand for transgenderism. Quote, Everybody isn't male or female. There's a whole spectrum to that. I think that's something that's new for a lot of our people, Lutheran people, to think about, but it's the truth. No, it's not the truth. Jesus made them male and female. Read Genesis chapters 1, 2, and 3. Read Matthew chapter 18. Let's leave the Lutherans now. 
And let's go to the most radical Christian denomination, even more liberal than the ELCA, the United Church of Christ. I'm from Omaha. There's a UCC church in Omaha that is now merging its campus with a Muslim mosque and a Jewish synagogue because one of the Christian leaders of the United Church of Christ said, Jesus is our only way, but he is not the only way. Huh? <laughs> Another item about the United Church of Christ. United Theological Seminary is a UCC seminary here in the Twin Cities. They've been shrinking for years. Well, now they're going to sell, sell their building. If you walk through United Theological Seminary, I do it now and then just to get my blood boiling, seven big paintings up of the Divine Feminine, water buffalo, white buffalo woman from Native American spirituality, all these uh, paintings to get you to believe God is now a goddess. Well, now they're selling their building. Uh, uh, years ago, the then president of United Theological Seminary wrote an article at Easter for our secular newspaper here in Minneapolis in which he denied that Jesus literally rose from the dead. Well, now they're selling the building. Let's turn to the Catholic Church. The, you can Google this. It's real recent. The Pope was speaking somewhere, and then people got to the microphone to ask questions. A little boy, maybe 10 years old, gets to the microphone. He's kind of crying. Holy Father, my dad was an unbeliever, and he died. Will I see him again in heaven? I'm a Catholic. Will I see my unbelieving father again? The Pope's response, your father was a good man. You'll see him again. Tragic. Jesus said no one is good. Paul writes in Romans 3, no one is good. No, not one. Paul writes in Galatians 2, if righteousness came by the law, by your good law keeping, Jesus died for no reason. Of course, Pope, you need to believe in Christ to be saved. The Pope didn't say that. One more item on Catholicism. In Rochester, Minnesota is the Franciscan Spirituality Center. These are, these are sisters of St. Francis at the Assisi Heights Spirituality Center. They're offering various courses, New Age courses like Tai Chi, integrating mandalas. Do you know what those are? That's Eastern religion. The Peaceful Path of Yoga and Sacred the Land, Sacred the Earth. They're offering something called Tibetan bowls, connecting to God through Tibetan bowls. Listen to this. The sound of bowls, an evening of calm and clarity. Tibetan bowls produce sounds that invoke deep states of relaxation, naturally assisting one in entering expanded states of meditation. The sound of bowls creates a deep level of communication with our inner world that opens us up to the divine. Through the vibrations of these bowls, we experience inner calm, bring a yoga mat. I mean, are these Catholics or are these Tibetan Buddhists? One last one. The Presbyterian Church USA is the liberal branch of Presbyterianism. It too is shrinking and it too more recently decided to ordain practicing homosexuals. I'm a Lutheran, but I was going to speak at a luncheon at their upcoming convention, uh, separate to, but they, they, in the past they've let conservatives advertise their luncheon. I was going to speak for one by one, the group helping people out of homosexuality. We asked to, to be advertised like we have for many years. They won't allow it. 
Nope, not anymore. You're, this is not the mission of our church now. Again, the people that talk about diversity, inclusivity, when they get in charge, there's no diversity. All right, let me, let me wrap this up. Here's my point. If you are an ELCA Lutheran, a United Methodist, if you're in the Episcopal Church, if you're in the United Church of Christ, if you're um, uh, uh, all the ones we just talked about, I think it's time for you to leave and join a more, you know, you, if you're Lutheran, you don't have to stop being Lutheran, you just join the Missouri Synod Lutheran Church or the uh, Lutheran Free Church. Or if you're a Presbyterian, you can still stay Presbyterian, but instead you join the PCA, Presbyterian Church in America. There are good biblical alternatives. You don't want to give your money, time, and talents to a church that is denying our Lord. I close with this. Here's a woman who became a Christian at the office. Another lady at the office. Well, what's the difference now between you and me now that you're a Christian? One letter. You love the world. I love the word. If you are going to a church that loves the world, time to jump ship and join a church that loves the word. Amen. Welcome to the portion of the pastor's study where we ask Pastor Brock to share with us his knowledge of scripture and his insights to answer questions we have regarding the Bible, our Lord, and our everyday walk with him. We've only got about a minute and a half left, Pastor Brock, but I'd like to ask you about these denominations that have gone liberal. Have any of them come back around? Yeah. Once a denomination goes liberal, I'm going to list them again, United Church of Christ, Presbyterian Church USA, United Methodist Church, the Episcopal Church, um, the ELC Lutheran Church, they almost never come out of it. There's two exceptions. Back in the 1970s, the Missouri Synod Lutheran denomination started to go liberal, but they cleaned house at their seminary and now they're conservative again. The Southern Baptists were going liberal. They too cleaned house at their seminary. So those are the two exceptions, Southern Baptists and Missouri Synod Lutherans. Okay, we've only got about 30 seconds left or so, okay. but what denominations would you recommend? Then? All right, if you want to stay Presbyterian, you leave the PCUSA Church and join the PCA, Presbyterian Church in America. If you're ELCA Lutheran, you leave the ELCA for the Missouri Synod or the Association of Free Lutheran Congregations. Um, it, the Episcopal Church also has a better alternative now, but there, there are good alternatives for people. Okay, but if we're in a congregation, can that congregation leave its yes. denomination? Jackie, we did. We were part of the ELCA. We had the vote. We left and we kept our property. You can do it. You have to take a vote, but you can do it. Okay. Um, That's it, Jackie. Our time is gone. <laughs> okay. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for watching The Pastor Study. You can watch more of our programs at pastorstudy.org. We are on the air preaching the gospel of Christ because of our generous support of you, our viewers. Would you consider supporting our ministry? You may do so at pastorstudy.org. Or write The Pastor Study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55441. May the blessing of our one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you today and always. If you've been blessed by the pastor's study, would you consider a tax-deductible gift to help us reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ? You can donate at our website, pastorsstudy.org, 
two S's, or mail a check to the pastor's study. P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55441. May the Lord bless you and have a wonderful week.